Topics that concern your life, your community, and your safety. This is 5-0-Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Here's what you need to know. Good morning. I'm Sergeant Steve Ream with Phoenix Police in the Silent Witness Program. Today I'm joined by Sergeant Phil Krinsky with the Phoenix Police Department and always our special producer here, Ed. So thank you, everybody, for listening. And also want to thank Bonneville for this time at KTR Studios. And not to forget uh, Silent Witness Program. So if you have any information on an unsolved felony crime in Maricopa County, you can always call 480-WITNESS or go online at silentwitness.org. So today, as I said earlier, I'm joined by Sergeant Phil Krinsky. Phil, you want to introduce yourself and, you know, tell me about where you grew up and, and how you became a police officer. All right. Well, I'm Sergeant Phil Krinsky, I'm currently with the uh, Public Affairs Bureau with the Phoenix Police Department. Um, that's definitely been a long road to to, to get here. Um, I actually grew up in Southern California. Um, had both of my parents uh, raised an only kid, uh, but I do have a uh, two older um, stepbrothers or half brothers that I uh, am still very close with today. Um, one of them being a police officer with LAPD. Oh, that's great. How long yeah. have they been on? Uh, he has been on. Since '96, okay. so I see to do the math on a 26 years. Am I so a little, little right? bit longer than you and I, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was fortunate enough uh, when I went through the academy and uh, graduated. He was the one that pinned the ba- uh, badge on me. So I, uh, he's definitely been a big uh, motivator and, and mentor of mine growing up. Um, but yeah, I just uh, grew up in, like I said, Southern California. I uh, was very involved in sports, uh, baseball, and uh, when I got into college or high school, I I, I ran track and then uh, ran also in college uh, at Cal State Fullerton. Do you think the sports background helped you being a police officer, like in the academy and then now? Uh, definitely the the physical aspect of it, uh, and, and we do have quite a few athletes on the department. So yeah, I think it's definitely a calling. Uh, it's it's a physical job. To, to a certain extent, so definitely. It, it, yeah, it, it's it's definitely a a good place for uh, prior athletes to go. I mean, some of them still do maintain their physical fitness while they're doing this job, so it's a good connection. So you grew up in California, you played sports, and then how did you end up in Arizona, and what made you want to be a police officer? Well, I uh, I got a phone call from an uncle that lives out here in uh, the Phoenix area, and. Uh, this was back in 2004, and he's like, hey, you know what? They're really looking for some bilingual police officers out here. I know it's something you've been interested in. You should come give it a try. Um, so uh, at the time, uh, Joe Arpaio was obviously very big, so I figured, well, I'll try with the sheriff's office. Uh, they weren't hiring deputies at the time, so they uh, had it open up for detention officers. They're like, hey, I'd be a detention officer for a little bit, then you can uh, apply for deputy, and we like to hire within. So I, I did that direction. Uh, I got hired as a detention officer, but the uh, weekend before I started the academy, uh, with the detention staff, Phoenix PD was also having a, a process. So they, they said it's the base agency in the, in the state. This is definitely one you need to go for. So I'm like, okay. So I, I right before I started the academy with SO, I, I did the process with Phoenix. And three months later, I got an academy date and got hired by Phoenix. Yeah, so people don't know, you said mentioned bilingual, but... You speak Spanish, right? Fluently. Yeah, I was fortunate. Uh, I have both of my parents, my father's from Argentina, my mother's from Colombia. So learning Spanish first as my primary language uh, was a huge help because obviously in 
you know, starting school and um, you know, watching TV and so forth, I picked up English really quick. And yeah, I've been able to maintain both. And it's been helpful, definitely my career so far. Yeah, definitely helpful uh, in your career as a police officer. I know it's been helpful to me. You've translated, you've done interviews for me. Um, what are some of the things that you really think how it helps you here on the department connect with the community? Um, well, I, I was a detective. Uh, well, I did my first couple years on patrol. Uh, during that time, it, it helped. I, I worked in South Phoenix, which uh, has a Hispanic pop, pretty large Hispanic population. Uh, so it helped me out to help citizens in that aspect. Um, I later went to the Crimes Against Children detail, uh, where I was able to use my, my Spanish ability to uh, investigate cases uh, involving both uh, victims and families that speak Spanish or even with suspects. Uh, so it was a huge tool in that aspect. Uh, I decided to promote, and um, the uh, opportunity came up to work for the Public Affairs Bureau. Uh, There's a huge need there for uh, a Spanish speaker at the time, and I was fortunate enough to, to get the opportunity. And it's been great to be able to to impact the, the, the Hispanic side of it, to be able to get that message out and and uh, be able to provide um, just information for, for everybody, uh, both to dis- disseminate, and disseminate and also to, to uh, answer questions and, and making sure everybody's getting the same information all the way around because it is a huge part of our community. Do you want to talk a little bit about the Public Affairs Bureau for our listeners that don't really know what that is at the Phoenix Police Department? Yeah, we have a great team. It comprises of uh, four uh, uh, PIOs, public information officers. Uh, there are four full-time sergeants that are assigned there. Uh, there's also, we have multimedia specialists that uh, help us out with uh, putting together packages and and uh, videos and so forth, both internally and externally. Uh, we have social media um, specialists that help us out as well with our social media, both English and Spanish, uh, and multiple handles, Twitter and, and Facebook. Uh, we also have our Silent Witness, which is part of a Public Affairs Bureau as well, and as you know well with that position. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a huge help uh, first with our investigators to, to be able to locate people and, and also for have the that communication with our community to be able to, to catch these perpetrators. So it's it's a great team. We're very fortunate. Uh, we work very closely with all the details. And, and again, a lot of us have that experience, uh, whether it was investigations, patrol, administrative, uh, which really helps us to be able to communicate with media, with the community, and to be able to get our message out and to know that we're, we're there for them and, you know, they're as much of our team as – as anybody. Absolutely, because policing is a partnership with the community, and you kind of bridge that gap with the community, the media, and the police department, and you put out the message. And for people that don't know, there's always a PIO on call 24-7, so if a critical incident occurs in the middle of the night, you'll get a phone call and respond, right? Oh, yeah. It's it's one of our, our goals as a department is to have that transparency and communication. Uh, so we're there to make sure we have all that information and to be able to disseminate it to, to the community. Yeah. So how long have you been on with the police department again? Uh, I've been on uh, a little over 17 years now. Okay. What... Um 
what what else would what advice would you give someone that wants to be a police officer or is thinking about joining this career? It's definitely a calling. Um, uh, we obviously don't do it for the money. We don't do it for uh, any other reasons but to, to be public servants uh, to a high level. Um, you know, there's a lot of sacrifice that goes into it, but it's also very rewarding. Uh, you do make a difference, uh, uh, even in in little ways or huge ways, depending on on the day. Um, but uh, I, I look forward to coming to work every day. My, my dad gave me some great advice when uh, I was kind of brainstorming of things that I wanted to do when I grew up. And his advice was, um, if you find something you enjoy doing, you don't work another day in your life. And it's been true. I, I, I enjoy this. It's a job that I would have done for free. But because it takes up so time, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I'm still very, very grateful. And I think if you go with that mindset and choosing this profession, it's not going to let you down. Yeah, I think that's great advice. And I would say anybody that doesn't know you, Phil, is every day you come to work, you're positive. I love interacting with you every day. We have great conversations. You're always great to have feedback with and ask questions about very helpful with anything that's spanish related or any of your previous experience like child crimes so you know you're a great asset to this department and we're lucky to have you and i think the citizens of phoenix are lucky to have you too um what would your what would you want your legacy to be what would you want to be remembered as either either personally or professionally when you're uh when you leave well i i mean Personally, uh, your legacy is always your children. You know, I have a 12-year-old son, Mario, that, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's making me proud every day. Um, uh, professionally is, is just the impact, uh, whether I've had with uh, officers that worked for me, uh, my coworkers, uh, or, or even some of, the, some of these success stories, uh, you know, and some you may never hear about, but whether it's a, it's a case that I investigated where I was able to get justice for somebody um, or being able to catch uh, a suspect in, in, in a routine phone call, if, if it's something where I've been able to impact somebody in a positive way, that's hopefully what I get remembered for. Yeah, that's excellent. Definitely. I think I think people would remember you for that and all the good that you've given back to the community. Do you have a success story or a, a specific case that, you know, well, you'll never forget that you feel like you really made an impact on? Uh, yeah, there, there was a particular case that uh, uh, it was a couple years uh, on as a detective uh, that I received. It was uh, involving an eight-year-old girl. Um, that unfortunately she had made disclosures of being sexually abused by her stepfather. Um, it was a very difficult case to work um, just because of the impact it made both with her mother, her siblings, and somebody that she really trusted the most. Um, I, I, it was a difficult case in the sense that there was very little uh, information she wanted to provide uh, and also um, – it was difficult tracking down the the father after or the stepfather after it occurred, um, but it was one of those things we were able to, to locate him. Uh, we obtained significant evidence against him, uh, and it was something that went to trial. Uh, you know, fortunately, um, the evidence proved the case, and we were able to get justice for this family. and And I, I can see how much of a difficult time that she had because, again, she was speaking up against somebody that she trusts the most. Um, but the the look on her face when she knew that people believed her and and that what happened to her wasn't right, and and that this person isn't going to hurt her again, I, I think it was very grateful. 
Yeah, that must have been a really good feeling to have to know that you made a difference. And if you don't know, detectives, you know, they see that you saw the case all the way through from the very beginning, right? And then all the way through towards trial. And, you know, sometimes that takes a long time, right? And it can take a lot out of you, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, you 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 get very uh, you're very dedicated to these types of cases. I mean, uh, and again, to downplay any type of crime, uh, everything every, every victim deserves justice and and for their cases to to be investigated thoroughly. Um, but just these these types of child crimes cases, it's, it's it goes under high scrutiny because the penalty for it is very high. So we have to make sure that we look at it from every angle and, and still being that neutral fact finder, because that's what we are. We're not, we're not choosing sides here. We're, and we're not doing anybody any favors by choosing sides. We, we need to look at every, everything from a, a multiple perspectives and, and to make sure that we're doing things correctly. But yeah, when, we, when the evidence and the, the interviews and the conclusions come to the fact that there's probable cause for arrest, that's what we do. Yeah, no, I think you brought up a lot of good facts with we're neutral investigators, you know, we're impartial as best of our ability. You know, we are humans, but we try to be transparent. You know, you talked about accountability and uh, just, you know, getting a message out there in the police department. So, you know, I really appreciate you coming in, Phil, today and speaking with us. And hopefully you gave a little insight to our listeners out there. And thanks again to uh, KTAR and Bonneville for giving us this time to feature Silent Witness and tell some stories about uh, the police officers of the city of Phoenix. And we don't want you to forget Silent Witness. So if you have any information on an unsolved felony crime that occurred in Maricopa County, call 480-WITNESS or go on our website at silentwitness.org. You've been listening to 50Info on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. For more about Silent Witness, go to silentwitness.org. That's silentwitness.org. Or call 480-WITNESS. That's 480-948-6377.